Swamiji, so many people are struggling in this world, especially with these economic times. Do you have a suggestion for how people can be successful even in today's situation? Well, I'd say that the first thing is to think in the broad term. If success has to depend upon the government, if success has to depend upon the bankers, if success has to depend upon the big businesses, then I'd say that you're, you're barking up the wrong tree because they are interested in themselves. There is not the proper help being given. Banks foreclose on homes just almost avidly. They don't do anything with them, but they still seem to enjoy that. The government keeps employing more and more workers, and uh, the, the, uh, where 10 years ago there was one person in the Defense Department, let's say, I forget which department it was, that earned over 170000 now they're 10, 13, 15. In fact, it's actually 15. And the same thing is across the board. You've got this government more and more... Um, you know, they talk of how do they pay those government workers as the next thing. Government in itself is another personal big business concern. How do they pay them? They can't take that much money in taxes. Therefore, they have what we call hidden taxation, inflation. They inflate the dollar. They're not going to stop it because the only way they can keep going, they can't take, they can't, the government workers will prevent any kind of legislation that stops that. You've got 16% of our country working for the government. And if you, can see, if you take that as a, most people are married, therefore you can make it 32%. There's no hope for it. The only thing is to work on an individual level. And I think that the best solution is to create communities. The best solution is to um, try to develop personal businesses. The internet is a wonderful medium for that. And I think it's going to make it possible for people to live more and more of them out in the country without having to depend upon a large number of people to live with. But I do think that uh, communities is one of the best solutions. Get out. I always say if you can't fly over the bridge, try to fly under it. <laughs> try to do the small thing. We've got to bring the control back to the small villages, the hometown, the center where you live. And I think that there should be a great emphasis in America today on smallness, not bigness. Swamiji, can you talk a little bit more about how people could start communities? Well, as uh, many people know, I myself have started eight communities. We have perhaps a thousand people living in these eight communities, and they're not only in America, but most of them are in America. We have also one in Italy, one in uh, two in India, and we have uh, another one trying to get started in Italy. But uh, the main, th are most of them, the biggest, biggest ones, are in America. And uh, I, I think the oldest one of them is now 43 years old. So it's proved itself. It shows that we've proved that it works. The system works. However, getting it started is very difficult. I 
have written a movie, which I hope will be produced, in which I talk about the troubles I had beginning the communities, the financial things in the first place, the county problems, because we were new, they tried to get us out of their, out of their hair, you might say. <laughs> the trouble with uh, the people who, who came, all of them wanting their own thing, and to try to make this community work without being a dictator, trying to go with people and yet somehow steer them in the right direction. But it seemed to me in the beginning that I had only to open my mouth for any kind of suggestion and uh, most of the community would leap into it. They were down on everything just because I had said it. It took quite a while. Finally, I gradually got a majority of people realizing that I was trying to do it for their welfare, not for my own. And finally, I had to call a meeting. And I said, look, I'm tired of this thing. I never try to bully you. I never try to force yourself. But when I speak up, I want you to listen. And if you don't want to listen, I'm happy to leave. I don't want, I don't, I won't have anything more to do with this. You decide, will you accept that or not? And we lost about 50 people that day. But of course, I'm not stupid. And I didn't call a vote until we had, I had a majority. <laughs> but uh, it was very difficult. Now, for the last 20 or 30 years, it's been going beautifully. But it wasn't easy in the beginning. Therefore, my suggestion to people is that they say that we are locking into this system, let's say the Ananda system, because it works. And it's much easier once you have a thing that works. It's been much easier starting branch communities than it was starting the first community. In those branch communities, people simply say, this is how we do it. Take it or leave it. If people don't like it, they leave. But getting that first one started was hard. So I don't say that all communities should be Ananda communities. That would be a burden for us. Mm. But if they wanted to pattern their, their function on what we've done and to say we follow this system, then I think that it would be much easier for them. Swami, does a community that can succeed necessarily have to be a spiritual community? Well. It doesn't have to be, but I suspect that it does have to be. In other words, in theory, it needn't have to be. It can be for lots of different reasons. And I don't want to prevent people from trying. But my thought is that it does take spirituality for people to think first, for example, what's wrong with me, not what's wrong with you. Try to try to develop those. Spirituality doesn't mean necessarily um, holier attitudes but more down-to-earth attitudes. In fact, for example, the atheists, if they want to be kind to people, they're practicing spirituality even if they don't know it. Mm. So by spirituality, I don't mean church. I don't want to churchify people. I'm not very religious myself, <laughs> but I am spiritual. <laughs> and these principles, I do think that if people don't adhere to those principles, it'll be much harder. Well, I mean, how would you differentiate between uh, religious uh, and spiritual? Religious means organization. Churchianity as opposed to Christianity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And doing what other people do because that's them. Spirituality is something more between you and God, you and people, 
you and your it's a more individual thing Swamiji, the uh, the basis of the Ananda communities that you've started has been that everyone is a, a disciple of Paramahansa Yogananda. Well, that's that's what I wanted to specifically say, that they don't have to be that. They can be devotees of uh, even Buddha or something. They may be Christians. In America, they'd be likely to be Christians, but they don't have to be. And as far as Jews go, we've had... We have 10% Jews in our community, which means that a much higher percentage in the country. So the main thing is that they have ideals. Do you see America as a spiritual country? It is certainly becoming that. You know, there's something more than that, too. America was started because people came for religious freedom. And that was religious freedom, but at least it was spiritually religious. And South America was started for gold. And you see that America has thrived. In South America, they still don't have peace. So there's something to be said for that. Swamiji, for a person who is in the city and lost his job and is struggling, uh, who may not know about these communities or feel the means to go out and start one, what would you suggest? Well, I don't have suggestions for everybody. It's up to them. Sink or swim is the whole thing. But if you have common sense, I think you will try to find something that people want. And you don't have to go and look for a job. But if you can find a product, and there are many things that you can do creatively, that people will say, yes, I would like that. So I would say, don't lose your creativity. Having a job often costs people their creativity. Be creative. Try to look at what, look what people need and try to fulfill that need. And there are millions of needs, but try to do it in some new way. Are there some principles you could offer people to help them attract money? Well, I've certainly found that by being generous, I get money. I don't have to think in terms of what's in it for me. I think, how can I help people? That, you know, that's, there's an energy that we put out that comes back to us. It's called karma. And if we have been generous, or if we are generous, we're much more likely to, to attract help from other people. You can see it perfectly simply. If you go into the streets looking sour and being angry with people, people will avoid you. If, on the other hand, you go into them looking at people as friends, they greet you with, as a friend, and they will be much more likely to help. I remember going on Pan Am one time to Europe. The man in front of me at the line and read this checkout counter was very angry because they were wanting to charge him for his excess baggage, and I was worried because I had much more excess baggage than he had. <laughs> and so I just uh, prayed to God. And when I came up there, well, he I guess the the clerk was so exhausted by this time anyway, dealing with this, this, this curmudgeon. <laughs> anyway, he came up and he said, well, I came up to the counter, he said, oh, what have we got here? Oh, all right. He passed me through, I didn't have to charge, he didn't have to, I didn't have to pay anything. <laughs> but I found again and again that if I go to people with a smile, they're much more willing to help me. And when I, I was thinking just this, this recently, I was in India, and 
some German was in a store talking to the <clears throat> to the clerk there, arguing and getting saying this isn't worth it and so on. I thought that's not the way to deal with people. Praise them what they have. Say it's well worth it. But I just can't afford that. Can you not maybe come down a little bit? Mm. They'll be much more likely to react positively if you treat them as a friend. Mm -hmm. So your attitude in life is all important. I don't know um, a case where when I have not tried to be friendly, for example, in Italy, in Taormina, a woman was saying, I don't care what people do, they just take, take it and I leave. I said, think of them as friends, you're losing a great opportunity. I met her a year later, she kissed me on both cheeks, she <laughs> said, you've changed my life. Well, that's the way it should be.